And tonight I entitled this about the conduct of Job. The conduct of Job, how he conducted himself when he was going through this trial in his life. And uh, God is watching us to see how we're going to conduct ourselves and what we're putting up with. Oh, Y'all know what all's going on. Ain't nobody got to tell you what's going on. Amen. You can see it. You hear about it. It's depressing to even watch the news. You'll get depressed before that it goes off. And then you don't know when you watch something, is the truth being told to you or is it a lie? You know? It can get depressing if you let it. But you got to keep in mind who's in control. Who's in control, amen? The one that's in control is on our side, amen? He's on our side, praise God. Amen, but here in Job chapter 1, my text is in verse 20. But I'm going to read, I, I just have to read all the way down to verse 22, amen? Just, uh, just for the devil's sake, amen? So that he don't forget, amen? Lest he forget. Appreciate you standing in honor of the Lord's word. Job chapter 1, verse 20, down to verses number 22. Give you a chance to find your place. Amen. Is everybody there? Amen. All right. Bible says, Then Job arose, rent his mantle, and shaved his head, and fell down upon the ground and worshipped. Out of all that bad news that just come to him, y'all know the story, He's just been told every drastic thing that could happen to a man has happened to him, amen, one after the other. And the Bible said he falls down and he worships. And he said, now a lot of time when people have trouble and they got a problem, the first thing that they'll do if they got a trouble or problem, just say with somebody else, right? First thing they'll do is they'll quit speaking to them. Job didn't quit speaking. Look here in verse 21. And said, See, he's still talking. And said, naked came I out of my mother's womb. Naked shall I return thither. The Lord gave and the Lord hath taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. In all this Job sinned not, nor charged God foolishly. How many times have we charged God foolishly, amen, within ourselves and try to blame God? We can't blame God for nothing, amen. Amen. Praise the Lord, but uh, Brother Corey, that's a blessing on God's word, brother. Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for loving us. And thank you, God, for the blessing, Lord, to gather around your word. And God, just help our hearts to be open and receptive to hear what you have for us. And God, just bless the man of God in a special way, Lord. We thank you for it. God, just help us to apply your word to our hearts. God, we'll meditate upon it. Lord, hide it in our hearts. God, help us to lead the Bring you honor and glory in your life, God, to grow closer to you, to be a better witness. Lord, just please bless in a special way here tonight. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. You can all be seated tonight. Now, Job's conduct here in his troubles is a great example to each and every one of us tonight and can help us in our Christian life. Now, I have mainly like two, two points and Several subpoints, but my two main points, if you're taking notes, is the problems of Job. We're going to see the problems of Job. And then the second thing is the piety of Job. And that word piety just simply means devotion to religious duty. We're going to see his devotion to his religious duty to God Almighty. But before we get into those two, two things, I got to looking at here in verse number 20, 
where it says, Then Job arose, amen, and rent his mantle and shaved his head. Rent his mantle and shaved his head. Both of these acts are symbolic of deep sorrow. Deep sorrow. It has been said the first act is a representation of death by tearing of the flesh. And you look in Hebrews 10, 20, read about Jesus Christ and speaking about the veil. It mentions right beside of that is flesh, how he was incarnate and took on that body. And yet, though he took on a body and none of his uh, bones were broken, amen, None of his bones were broken because you can't break the word of God. You can't break it. Amen. But we find, though, his flesh was rent. His flesh was rent. They, they, they just took and mutilated his body. They mutilated his body. But yet, he went all the way for us. Amen. And then the second thing is, is uh, said to have been, uh, he shaves his head, put off everything for the loss of everything. Put off everything, representation of uh, doing away with the hair. Putting off everything because of loss of everything. And I was looking at several different men in the Word of God that had rent their clothes or rent their mantle. And, if, and one that came to mind was Mordecai. Mordecai over in Esther chapter 4 and verse number 1. You know, Haman was doing all that dirty work behind his back. Amen. And then he had sent out letters to have all those Jews killed. And the Bible says when he heard about it, when he heard about it, he rent his clothes. He rent his clothes because he was so sorrowful. And then I thought about uh, in Genesis chapter number 37 and verses 34 about Jacob. How Jacob rent his clothes and he mourned for Joseph when the brothers came back with, uh, with the accusation about where well, here's, his, here's his coat, amen, and it's bloody and, we, hey, and uh, he's, uh, he is no longer with us. Jacob couldn't handle it, and the Bible says he rent his clothes. And then over in Ezra, chapter number 9, amen, the people of Israel and the priests and the Levites had not separated themselves from the other nations like they were foretold to do. And in verse number 3 of that chapter, the Bible says Ezra rent his garment and he rent his mantle. Now listen to this. He plucked his hair off of his head. He didn't shave his head. He plucked it off. You ever had somebody grab you by the head and the hair and pull you? God, it just runs all over you. He, pulled, he plucked his hair out, amen. He was in so much sorrow for his country, amen. He plucked his hair off his head. And the Bible said, and his beard. He just didn't pluck it off his head. He plucked it off his beard. That's a hurtful thing right there. That's the sorrow that he felt, amen. But we find, uh, we learn something through Job's life and then we'll get right on into the message. The best way to bear and be benefited by trials is you got to take them to God. You got to take them to God. You can't, sometimes it's good to have a friend. Sometimes it's good to talk things over, amen, and go to somebody. But the best person you'll ever go to is God, amen. Best person you'll ever go to is the Lord. But we see, first of all, the problems of Job. The problems of Job. Then the Bible says Job arose. He arose. God permitted Satan to afflict Job. In reading the book of Job, we must remember that or we'll draw some very, very erroneous conclusions when it comes to God. We've got to remember God allows Satan to do this. Amen. So we see some of uh, the problems of Job. Here's uh, three things that we see about his problem. Number one, the greatness of his trouble. The greatness of his trouble. You ever had troubles? 
You ever had great troubles? <laughs> we see the greatness of his troubles. Job received four reports in a matter of minutes, which informed him that all his possessions were gone. His family was gone, except for his wife. Hey, they were also dead and gone, amen. But it would be hard to imagine a more troubling situation. One cannot sit down when he gets such news. Bible says in verse number 20, Job arose, amen. He was sitting, but the Bible said he arose. Why? He got such tragic news. And we find Job's troubles were extremely great. The greatness of his troubles. So we think we go through troubles. Man born a woman a few days and full of trouble. But Job had great troubles. Amen. But he still arose. Amen. When he heard the news. Amen. So we find the greatness of his troubles. But number two, we see the guile in his troubles. The guile in his troubles. Satan was the instigator of the troubles. He's the instigator. Behind everything that's going on, who will you find? The devil. <laughs> the devil. He says, now I'll let them use their race against one another. He sits back and laughs. Amen. He said, look, he said, are they something else or what? Amen. But we find he's an instigator. And we find that Satan does not bless the righteous, but he brings many troubles upon them, as many as he can. But he can go no further than God permits him. We see the guiles. In his trouble, the instigator behind it all is the devil. Job knew nothing about the accusation made at the throne of God. Hey, does, does Job serve God for naught? He said, I tell you what, let me, hey, let me take what he's got. When I get done with him, he'll curse you to your face. He'll curse you to your face, amen. But there's something the devil didn't know. God knew Job better than the devil did. God knew Job better than the devil did. Now we see the greatness of his troubles. We see the guile in his troubles. But thirdly, we see the grief in his troubles. Bible said he rent his mantle and he shaved his head. Those were outward signs of sorrow, amen, in that day. It shows that Job was indeed in grief. He suffered terribly from Satan. And Satan reveals his evil character in Job's grief. Could you imagine there's the devil. And he's standing there and he's waiting. Boy, hey, I want to be right there when the news comes. I want to watch the old boy, amen, curse God, amen. Hey, and the and Bible says that Job arose. But when Job arose, the devil's saying, he's supposed to be rising. Hey, listen, what's he doing standing up? And then the next thing you know, Job falls down and he worships. The devil's waiting for Job, amen, to stand up and curse God. Instead of cursing God, he falls down and he worships God, amen. If the devil had any hair on his head, undoubtedly he was trying to pull it out. This ain't working the way I thought it would. Amen. He got more than he could handle. He got more than he could handle, amen. We find here the grief in his troubles, amen. So we see the greatness, the guile, and the grief, the problems that Job had. But then secondly, we see the piety of Job. When we say that word piety just means the devotion to religious duty. Now the Bible says, Then he fell down upon the ground and worshipped. Job's piety or serving God was not unstopped by his troubles. Everything Daniel went through, amen, when they tried to set Daniel up for the kill, amen, Daniel opened the windows toward Jerusalem, 
And he prayed three times a day like he always did, amen. Don't let the trouble that's out there stop you from worshiping God, amen. Don't let it get you to get discouraged, amen. Job kept serving God. Help God help us keep serving the Lord, amen. Don't let it slow you down. Just keep on going for God, amen. Be a Job. God will bless you for it, amen. Be a Job. <laughs> that's what all this is about. Everything, all this mess is centered around you. They always bring the church in it. It's all centered around the church because they don't want a bunch of people getting together and serving God and letting their light shine because it shows what they are. <laughs> amen. The light, amen, is bearing down on the darkness. The Bible says that he fell down on the ground and he worshiped. Job's piety was unstopped by his troubles. His troubles didn't stop him from worshiping God. Amen. We see a few things about the piety of Job. But let me say something. Afflictions draw a godly person near to God instead of driving them from God. Afflictions will. A godly person that loves God, when affliction comes, it won't drive them away. It'll drive them to God. The devil has brought something against Job. And he's trying to separate Job from God. But yet, he, he took the trial and he pushed himself in the arms of a loving God that left him, amen. And he's pushing him and making him stronger than he was before. <laughs> backfired. It backfired. Sure did, brother. It backfired. The promptness of his piety. The Bible says, then, look at it, verse 20. Then, first word, then. Upon hearing of all the disastrous events, Job immediately went to worship. Immediately he went to worship. Disaster would not stop him from worshiping God, but would only encourage him to worship God and acknowledge God's sovereignty. God wants the church in the day and hour we're living in to acknowledge his sovereignty. To acknowledge that, hey, it's a mess, ain't it? But guess what? I'm still in control. Even in the mess. <laughs> even in the mess, I'm in control. I don't know about you. I don't want to stay here forever. I want to get out of this mess, and God will get us out. Either way, it's by the grave or the rapture. He's going to get us out of this. We that are saved, amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Brother, I hate to hear of anybody passing away. But if they're saved by the grace of God, they are better off than we are. They're better off than we are. Amen. So we find the promptness of piety. Amen. But then we see, number two, the posture of his piety. The posture. He fell down upon the ground. This indicates Job bowing before God. There's no arrogance in this worship. He's bowing before God. So we find here he is bowing, amen, to worship God. Job's troubles have humbled him before God and he humbles himself and he falls down to worship God. Amen. Oh, we need to be humble. We need to be humble and let God exalt us in due time. Amen. We see the promptness of his piety. We see the posture of his piety. We see the proving in his piety. The proving. Satan did not like Job and he questioned his piety the way that, that he, what he was serving God for. Remember? When he went before the throne of God, he spoke to God about it, and he was sure Job would curse God if he was afflicted. He just knew, now, if you afflict him, he'll curse you. 
But we find in Psalms 119, verse number 67, the psalmist said, Before I was afflicted, I went astray. But now have I kept thy word. He said, Before I went astray, but you afflicted me. God has We see the proving in his piety. But then there's the practice in his piety. Then the Bible says, Job practiced his faith regardless of the times. Sunny weather, serving God. Sorrowful weather, still serving God. It mattered not that Job was going to worship God. Today, it does not even take a lot of sorrow to keep people from worship. What can keep them out? Sports can keep them out. And it was a big thing one time, and I see sports is trying to die down. And God put a stop to that. He said, well, if you won't come to the house of God, I'll shut your God down. Amen. And he shut it down, did he not? <laughs> he shut it down. Amen. Folks, we can't let things of the world separate us from God. Amen. And we find here uh, Sunday became the world's day, and Sunday's supposed to be Lord's day. Sunday's supposed to be the Lord's day. Amen. And we find here that Sunday is the day the Bible says that they came together. Now, God knows when we're providentially hindered. You know what providentially hindered is, don't you? You can't be here. <laughs> Amen? Because some people do. Hey, listen, hospitals run on Sundays. If there's a fire, they have to come out on Sunday. Police department, Sunday. And you go on on there. Some things do happen, amen. But y'all know what I'm talking about, don't you? Well, today's my day, Lord. I know it's your day, but I'm taking my day today. And I'll catch you another day. No, 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 no. It's because of him that we are able to have every day. Amen. Amen. Because of him, amen. Praise the Lord. But we see the practice in his piety. He still practiced the same as he always did. Amen. The prophet of his piety. The devotion of Job's faith, which was really tested by this suffering, gave him stability. We need Christians with stability. That'll stand, and when they've done all, just stand. Those who go to pieces in the slightest trial. The slightest trial, some people, amen, they go to pieces. They go to pieces. That's what we have church for. Trading union, Sunday school, preaching, amen, Wednesday night service. Strengthen you. Strengthen you because the preacher can't always be there, but God's always there. God's always there to strengthen you, but the slightest trial for some people seems to just set them apart, and those who seldom turn to the Lord in their troubles, amen. They go to every other counsel that the world offers except for godly counsel, amen. We need to seek the Lord. What did Job do when he lost everything he had? He saw God. He worshiped God, amen, and he let him know nothing wasn't changing between him and God. In all this, Job sinned not, nor charged God foolishly, amen. Amen. But we find here, when trouble comes down, don't forsake worship. Amen. Don't forsake worship. Amen. <laughs> right? Yeah. Now, you don't have to have an appointment here now. Just come. Amen. <laughs> uh, just come. When trouble comes, don't forsake worship. And don't forsake the word of God. First thing a lot of people want to do is turn away. Well, I, I've heard all that. No. My comfort is nothing compared to this. 
He says, comfort one another with these words. These words, these will comfort you. I can pat you on the back, hug your neck. I'm praying for you. I love you. I've been there where you've been, if I've been through what you've been through. Amen. And all that is, can be comforting. But nothing will comfort you like this. Nothing will comfort you like the word of God. Amen. Amen. And worship will profit you much. Worship will profit you much. Will it? Yeah, he worshiped. What happened at the end of his life? He got double of everything that he had before. God blessed him real good, didn't he? Amen. But it was something in his life that he had to go through. Amen. And, buddy, listen, that is one man that you can say he put the devil in his place. He put the devil in his place. Amen. And we find the conduct. I want to have good conduct. I want to know that I'm not, that, that when something happens, I just don't want to fall to pieces. I want to know that everything that I've read and studied and I've tried to hide in my heart, I can use when that time comes. And I can trust God with it, amen. And still worship the Lord. Amen. Amen. We don't ever, hey, we need him more than we need anything. We need him more than anything. We need him more than we need the next breath. We need him, amen. And praise God. And I pray in these times of troubles, and we are in trouble sometimes. It is not like it used to be. It is not like it used to be. Amen. But uh, we still have the Lord. And we can still trust him. Amen. Because he said these things would come to pass. He said it would wax worse and worse. And we do see that uh, fulfilling before our very eyes. But I pray maybe I said something tonight was a help. And basically on the conduct of Job, we see his problems. We see his piety toward the Lord. His troubles were great. There was guile in his troubles. There was grief in his troubles also, amen. But we see his promptness, his posture, his proving, his practice, and the prophet in worshiping God, how God blessed his life, amen.